Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Just like last week, another busy week in politics and busy for our first guest, New York State Chairman Nick Langworthy, who announced his candidacy in the new NY23. Nick, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Thanks for having me back on. Hey, Nick, uh, thanks for being on. And the first obvious question is, what made 2022 the time for Nick Langworthy to throw his hat in the ring? Well, if you would have asked me earlier this year if I was running for office this year, I would have said you were crazy. But, uh, I mean, this is an extraordinary circumstance that we find ourselves in. I mean, Congressman Jacobs is, um, you know, was, was really, you know, looking like an odds-on favor for re-election after redistricting, put him in the most Republican seat uh, in uh, New York, if not the most Republican seat in the northeastern United States of America. And, you know, when he announced his, you know, decision to shift his position on um, gun control and adopted, you know, basically the the Democrats position uh, on that, the Pelosi position. I mean, that changed the race for him. And he, he no longer enjoyed the support of all the brand new territory that he had inherited during redistricting. You know, we, we immediately started to uh, work to preserve the party's position uh, in this race, not knowing what Congressman Jacobs uh you know, plans would be. And we, we gave him a week to, to really come to his conclusion. And he ultimately thought that it would be too divisive. And, you know, I respect that he's got new principles and, and he, he's moving on. Um, so as, as we look at this, you know, I, I believe that I can bring to this race a stable, conservative, Republican voice uh, that can do the job in Washington, D.C. I've, you know, developed contacts over, you know, my career that uh, I think will be very beneficial to the district. I grew up in the Southern tier. You know, most of my family uh, is in uh, the Jamestown area. And, and, you know, I grew up in Cattaraugus County where my mother still lives in South Dayton. And, you know, this is home for me. And the Southern tier has been an area that's been forgotten about for far, far too long. And they need a loud voice in what will be a Republican majority that can serve free of distraction, that can go and get the job done, you know, that can tackle all the crises that the Biden administration is laying at our feet every single day, none more important than inflation and gas prices, which is destroying family budgets and making every trip to the grocery store a major economic decision for families. So I think I can get that job done. I can do this free of distraction. I can do this without, you know, scandal. I'm a vetted commodity. I'm someone that's, you know, taken on the biggest bullies in the Democratic Party, Andrew Cuomo, Kathy Hochul, if there was something that I had said that would embarrass people, trust me, everyone would know about it at this point. 
but Nick, you know, we're, we're heading into the, what will be a, a, a very uh, intense primary. And with someone that, you know, has been an ally of the Republican Party the last 10 years, Carl Palladino, uh, what are you expecting to, break, to be brought out in this primary? And what is your path uh, to November? Listen, I, I'm going to talk about my agenda, my candidacy and my credentials. Um, you know, uh, things have you know come out this week. I mean, every every national organization is going to park in here and try to weigh in on this race. I mean, you've seen the left come hard uh, so far, it, revealing interviews and the like. Uh, I, I am going to you know go out there and campaign on the values that I want to bring forward. I think we we need someone that can go and take on this Biden administration in the failures that we've had. I mean, I, I just think to earlier, you know, when we lost, you know, so much credibility with people on that disastrous pullout in Afghanistan, you know, that moment, what, where does America stand on the world stage after that? You know, we have, we have a president that's not up to the job, radicals in Congress that are trying to drive a high spending agenda that's crippling America's economy. And there's no relief in sight for the hardworking men and women of the middle class of this of this uh, region, this state, or this country. And we need a, someone that will go to Washington and be a fighter that has a proven track record that can actually stand in the pocket and get things done. Um, you know, I, and I have a background as a congressional aide. Before I ever became a party chairman, I spent seven years working for Congressman Tom Reynolds uh, in this, you know, in what is most of this congressional district. And, you know, we had a dedication to constituent service in working with people, no matter what party they were in, to get solutions from the, you know, from the federal government. When the federal government stood in the way, we were there to help them. And I think that's been lost because people think that serving in Congress at this point is about becoming a Fox News celebrity or, you know, getting uh, a bunch of donations online because you said something outlandish. We need someone that will be a steady honest leader for Western New York that can be counted on to get the job done. You know, we work with town boards, county legislatures, villages, because they had important problems that needed federal solutions. And that partnership mattered to the people in this area. I I haven't seen that in a long time. We've had too much, you know, of a roller coaster ride in this congressional district, whether members, you know, going away because of scandal or indictment, what have you. We need someone that is a steady leader that can get the job done without, without the, the absolute media hysteria uh, that has surrounded this for, for years, honestly. And, and speaking of getting the job done, Nick, I mean, if you're at the, you know, the southern uh, part of Erie County or in the southern tier, we're all feeling pain in the economy. What are some of the plans that you would bring to Congress that's just not getting on the floor when it comes to what I think, I think most people would agree, is the number one issue this election season, the failing economy? Well, you, you can point a lot of our failing economy directly, you know, first and foremost, on out-of-control spending. I mean, the Biden administration clearly has ran through with, with these uh, rescue packages and you know, honestly, an infrastructure package that isn't going to see any sort of reality for a long time to come, reckless spending that has shocked our markets. And, you know, that debt isn't going to be paid off by our grandchildren's grandchildren at this point. I mean, America is spending too much money in too short a window of time. You know, coming out of COVID, we have to, you know, get real about where we're going uh, with, with federal spending. But at the same time, when the Biden administration came in, 
they immediately froze out American exploration of energy. You know, we were really to the point of energy independence uh, when President Trump was in office. And gas was two fifty a gallon. In, in years ago, Barack Obama said that was a fairy tale that we would ever get to $2.50 a gallon gas again. President Trump got that done. Gas is now 5 bucks a gallon, and it, it's not stopping. This is with a gas tax holiday by New York State and our county. This is, this is the single largest problem that the people of this area and this country, for that matter, are facing right now because it's destroying family budgets. It's driving up the cost of every single item. President Biden came into uh, to office and immediately shut down the Keystone Pipeline. And all the naysayers will say, well, that wasn't going to have gas online by now. No, but oil and energy is a speculative marketplace. You know, yeah, we have international conflict, but we have energy here at home. And everyone knows in that marketplace that Joe Biden and his, his leftist administration, because he wants to kowtow to to the extremists, was shutting down American energy exploration. The southern tier is the Saudi Arabia of natural gas. We have it right here, not just in our state, but in our district. And we can't get it out of the ground because of you know, radical environmentalists. I would use <clears throat> my job in Congress, my seat in Congress, to, to really fight for energy exploration here at home and in our state and in our region. We can create good, great-paying jobs and we can alleviate the problems that are, have been caused by home heating, you know, energy rising, you know, at record levels. It, it, it brings some relief to people for once and for all. Nick, you're the, uh, the the state chairman for the Republican Party, and this is a question I, I've asked for a few weeks now. You know, looking at November, I mean, I don't think I think you can look at it without a bias and say that November is looking really good for Republicans in Congress and Senate. Now, you kind of touched on it um, a few minutes ago with you know the distractions, but Republicans going in as such heavy favorites in November. You, as the Republican chairman, what's the one thing you fear Republicans could? Um, could mess up November? What would be the wrong move um, in November and cost what looks to be a very favorable November? Well, I, I think that Republicans have to focus on the economic issues that are in front of us because th- th- this is exactly what's on the table. The people are very fearful of their own economic future. It, it, you know, the, 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 the people at the top of the heap, the, you know, they're not, they're not as worried about $5 a gallon gas. The average family... You know, here in Erie County, it's a serious issue. It's, it's, it's doubled in price since Joe Biden became president. But the biggest problem is everything ships with fuel. It costs money to transport our items, our goods, our services. Everything's going up at a record clip. And, you know, like I said earlier, every trip to the grocery store is a major economic discussion for a family at this point. We're, you know, what can we afford this week? You know, how can we cut back? I mean, we have to stick to these kitchen table issues that are going to be on the top of the mind of people. You know, it shows how out of touch the Democrats are, that they want to go and, you know, they're made for TV moment this this last week with their theatrical presentation of the January 6th commission, which is nothing more than them trying to change their fortunes, that they know the die is already cast in these midterm elections. People want balance back to our government. Democrats have run the whole show. Here in New York, from the presidency to the Congress, from the governor to the state legislature, Democrats have run the whole thing, and they've run it into the ground. 
and, and help is on the way this November, and we're going to get the job done, and I'm looking to be a part of that. I want to go back to Chris Jacobs for for just a second. You know, obviously uh, his his opinion on um, on gun control changed. He he was very open about it. Uh, stepped out, which is you know the reason we're we're having this uh, this discussion. Is there a place in the Republican Party for someone like Chris Jacobs that might not be a hundred percent on with the party when it comes to gun control, but everywhere else you know was pretty consistent voting with President Trump? Does Chris Jacobs still have a place in this Republican Party? You, you, you have uh, – there's no litmus test of point of entry. There's people – you know, I, I get correspondence from people all, all the time from different parts of the state as to where they live. And, you know, maybe those downstate um, people, Republicans in New York City particularly, you know, they, they, they're, they're much more, uh, you know, open to uh, gun control because of some of the things that they've seen in, in the urban settings. But the laws uh, are, are very strong in New York City against uh, – against weapons and, and guns. But really, it's about your ability to win with your constituents. And I think, you know, the biggest issue uh, for Chris was that he had introduced himself to Southern Tier counties, all new turf. He'd never run for office there before. Um, you know, as I said, I grew up in the Southern Tier. I, you know, my network is, is vast, you know, especially in the western side of the Southern Tier. The right to bear arms is very sacred, and you know, with Chris changing his position very drastically, it made it a, a situation where the voters there, you know, felt he had presented a bait and switch, and you know, he his viability in a primary because he had multiple declared primary opponents at that time um, was was very unlikely to be successful. Now, Nick, uh, you know, come November, um, let's say things uh, things work out in your favor. You're elected to Congress. Will you still be chairman of the New York State GOP? I believe once I'm sworn into Congress, it would be uh, unrealistic to continue on those duties. Uh, and, and I believe Governor Lee Zeldin will, you know, be in a position to to pick a successor uh, as governor to work with him and, and help his agenda across the finish line. You know, it's so important that we elect a Republican governor, and and we're working day and night uh, with the party. And I have a world-class team that works for me uh, with the state Republican Party in a separate world-class team that is working uh, day and night on our congressional campaign. Uh, you know, we have a very short run on this primary. This is the most Republican district in New York State. Donald Trump won this district by 18 percentage points in the 2020 elections. And you know, this is a far more favorable climate right now. So, you know, we have uh, we need to make sure if you want a Republican governor that you don't have a circus like situation here in western New York, uh, which is a critical place for us to win the election. When George Pataki ran against Mario Cuomo, it was the, per the, the performance in Erie County in western New York that made the difference that elected him. Uh, to be the governor. We are that swing area. I don't care if Kathy Hochul's from here or not. People aren't buying what Kathy Hochul's selling. And we have to uh, have some, you know, very stable, you know, ticket here in Western New York that is not going to create a media sensation every day. Nick, as you said, it's, it's going to be a, a short primary season. Uh, what's the campaign going to look like? Are we going to see uh, endorsements, debates? What are you expecting these next few months? I think it's going to be a very, you know, I, I plan a very traditional, you know, Republican primary campaign. We're going to get out there and talk to voters across this district, 
you know, the, the counties that are in this district are Erie, Chautauqua, Cattaraugus, Allegheny, Subban, Chemung, and Schuyler. It goes all the way to Watkins Glen. And we're, uh, you know, there's beautiful territory there and wonderful people. I have relationships across the whole thing, and I've campaigned heavily. And uh, this whole territory is in my capacity as state chair. So uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing a lot of old friends, but then making a lot of, of new friends as well and talking about what, what they want in, in their representative. They want someone that can go get the job done, that can provide them great constituent service, but also stand up strongly for their values. I mean, this this can this conservative Republican district, you know, deserves someone that can serve free of distraction without any drama. Nick Langworthy, GOP uh, chair for New York State and NY23 congressional candidate. Nick, we'll uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks for joining me this morning. Thanks for having me, Joe. Look forward to being back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 